What's up, everybody? We're so excited to deliver this episode to you. In this episode, we will be interviewing two ladies from the band called Lady. Um, But just be aware that we were unaware that during the day of this recording, there was construction going on in Shelby's building. So try to minimize that as much as possible. But just be aware that you might hear some construction, hammering, maybe a bit of shouting. There's some dogs barking in the background. Bear with us. It's all a process. But we hope that you enjoy this episode. These two ladies are truly the living proof of people who are completely trusting the universe to guide them. And it is just such a cool thing to hear them speak about it and and to see that their music career is growing for them in this way. So we hope you enjoy and we'll see you in the episode. You're listening to Wait, Am I an Adult Now? One of the only podcasts out there that interviews young millennials riding the squiggly line of life. We're your co-hosts, Shelby Wildgust and Savan Pichotto. And together, our mission is to inspire you with stories of millennials just like you who are paving their way in the new creative economy. Our guests are leading epic lives through entrepreneurship, artistry, charity, music, corporate leadership, and so much more. Are you ready to jump in? Let's go. What is up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Wait, Am I an Adult Now? This is Shelby Wildgust. And this is Savan Pachoto. And we have a special treat for... Special. <laughs> we have a special treat for all of you today because we have not just one guest, but two guests, which I think has kind of been our ML recently. Like We've had a lot of two guests. guests. Yeah. yeah. But these two guests are very special. We're very excited about them. And so I want to actually let them introduce themselves. So two guests, why don't you say your names and who you are? What's up, everyone? My name is Aubrey Mabel. And my name is Kathleen Hooper. And together we are Lady. We are a band out of Denver, Colorado. And we are so excited to be here today in Philadelphia. They're actually playing tonight in Philly, which I'm super pumped about. They're at this really cool venue in Northern Liberties. Um, So I'm like commandeering all my friends to go. So it's going to be great. Um, But yeah. So the way that you spell your band, just so everyone can actually look you up as we're talking, is L V D Y in unison. Okay. That's great. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> there we go. All right, so let's kick it off with our adulting moments of the week. Savan, you want to start? Yeah. So I was responsible this weekend, and um, my sister had given me some bags of clothes from her closet that she cleaned out that I wanted to go through because she just has awesome taste and fashion. So. I finally made it to my own closet and proceeded to clean out everything. Cause like once you start one project, it just, it keeps going. So like, as soon as I opened her bags, I was like, there's no way I can fit her stuff before I go through my own stuff and get rid of a bunch of stuff. So I went through my closet, it's all clean and organized and I have everything like hung up by season and I feel super productive. Wow, good for you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I organized Thanks. my closet recently where I did like color coding, but then I hated it because like my tank tops were hidden by my long sleeve shirts and right. I was like, I don't get the color coding. Yeah, thing. it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You gotta season. do it by season. Yeah. 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 That was so I then I changed it to like tank top, short sleeve shirts, long sleeve shirts, blouses, whatever, all that right. stuff. There you go. Yeah, good for you though. Thanks. So my adulting moment this week is that I went golfing twice 
which I feel like an old man, but it was really <laughs> fun. And um, I realized that I kind of suck, but the great thing about golfing is that you can get better with each and every swing. So yeah, my adulting moment is that I now officially am a golfer. Well, that's awesome. Better than me. The only golf I can do is like top golf or mini golf. True. Mini <laughs> golf is good. Yeah. 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 All right, ladies. Lady. Lady. <laughs> what is your adulting moment this week? Yeah. So we have come down from Boston to Providence through New York City to New Jersey now here in Philadelphia. And we, our stop in New York City, we did not think about where we were going to park the rental car for our four days in New York City. Yeah, I didn't think that through. So <laughs> this is kind of a wait what i'm an adult now moment not wow i'm an adult <laughs> yeah we gotta figure that kind of stuff out yeah well in denver it's very different than new york city and it's just something that slipped our mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah we reached out to all of our friends being like hey where should we park and they were like what park what <laughs> you have a car don't have a car city. that's the first step yeah. don't have a car <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Failed first step. <laughs> but we figured it out and we didn't pay for parking in a garage and we're very grateful to have people and have people that are willing to help. Yeah, that's, there that's you go. Awesome. Yeah. And it was an all around a successful time in New York City. It was awesome. Very much so. Cool. Yes. That's now great. you know. Now you're prepared for next time. Yeah. I hate driving in New York City. It's like yeah. the worst thing in the entire Honestly, world. I think driving here is worse. Really? <laughs> yeah. The roads. Oh, they're all like closed down right now. They're crazy. So. And there's like craters in the middle of the roads. <laughs> oh, yes. And the pedestrians are like, anyways, <laughs> Philly's great. Love you. <laughs> yeah. So the roads in Philly aren't that great. City of Philadelphia is really great. Um, all right, guys, ladies. I'm going to keep saying guys, but like that I'm going to crack myself to ladies because they're lady. Of course. It makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> as long as you spell it with a V. Ladies. Ladies. Does anybody ever like ask you how to pronounce it? All the time. Every show. Yeah. Ludy. Is it LVDY? Ludy. Live or die. Love or die. <laughs> We've heard it all. Um, which it, it's really great because it opens up the conversation of why we chose this name in the first place. And we have an epic girl gang back in Denver. And we call ourselves the Lady Mob. Ooh. <laughs> Cool. Love that. Well, why don't we start there? Yeah. Like, yeah. tell us about Lady Ma, but then we might go take five steps backwards to, like, take 20 steps forward. You know, we'll just kind of go wherever this takes us. Totally. So, the Lady Mob is awesome crew in Denver of women who are all doing different different awesome things, and they're really badass, and they we have a ton of fun together, and we travel in, like, a pack of 15 plus. And um, when we were trying to pick a band name... You're thinking of all these things, and picking a band name is pretty hard. Yeah. And we, my my old coworker said, what about Lady Mob? That's the name mm. of your crew already. And I was like, well, I don't really know if I want the name of my band <laughs> to be the name of my friend group. But, I mean, could work. And I just wrote it down and was doodling around with it and texted Aubrey and my sister. And, uh, and I said I put my hand over the mob part, and I just saw Lady. And I was like, oh... What about just lady? And then I wrote it in all caps and just sort of messed around with it. And the flipped the A to a V and then did some digging. And V is the historical symbol for womanhood. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. That's cool. So the Da Vinci Code has like a really cool example of where that's shown up in historical patterns and religions and, and all types of um, spaces. And so the V just stuck. So vagina. <laughs> chalice, victory, 
And uh, there are two of us. Right. And it also looks cool. <laughs> so yeah. it's a support. Wow. So, yeah. I love that there's so much meaning behind mm-hmm. that. Really cool. I love that Thanks. you kind of stumbled upon the meaning. Too, yes, though, totally. Right? Like you didn't do it intentionally. And then you're like, yeah. oh, wow, this actually works so incredibly well. Right. Well, we love the band Churches. Mm-hmm. And they have a V in theirs, too. So it was kind of like, oh, this could be an interesting play on it. And yeah. it's worked out really well. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Okay, so then let's take some steps backwards because yeah. before you had to come up with a name, there had to be an idea of a band. Before mm-hmm. there had to be an idea of a band, there had to be a friendship and mm-hmm. like singing and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. So, you know, maybe separately take us back to where you got your start from a musician standpoint and then how did you meet each other and then where did the idea for coming together as a band happen? Totally. So we actually met about seven years ago in New Zealand. Um, studying abroad. I went to school in Rhode Island and Kathleen went to school in Denver. And our separate experiences as individuals brought us both to New Zealand. And we met while we were there. It's funny, one of my high school teachers was Kathleen's camp counselor when she was a kid. So she posted (laughs) something on Facebook and just said, have you guys met each other yet? You're posting a lot of similar photos. I think you guys would really vibe with each other. And we had just recently met That's as crazy. she posted that. And wow, divine wild. intervention. Like, Seriously. Oh At that time, we were juniors in college, and we spent some time in New Zealand, you know, singing and drinking way too much. <laughs> and I was playing at bars throughout college, um, but it never really dawned on me that this was something that I could pursue as a professional. And... So then I was living in Rhode Island for three years after I graduated college and made the decision to move back to Denver. And that's when all of this kind of started, but we won't dive into that because I also want Kathleen to tell her yeah, side yeah. of the story and her background. Yeah, please. Yeah. So I, um, when I was in New Zealand, it was, it was kind of an interesting space. Like we met and I knew Aubrey could play the guitar we all started singing together, like in a big crew. We would always like have some little jam sessions in the in the, our flats when it was really cold, and um, and similar to Aubrey, never really thought it would turn into anything. I I've been a singer my whole life. I grew up um, in musical theater and had some classical training and some musical theater training with voice, and it was always something I loved. But it was sort of just like a passion project. I was in an acapella group at the University of Denver, the DU Idiosyncrasies, <laughs> and um, it was so much fun. It was always just something like, I love doing this. I'll, I know I'll do it forever, but never truly believed or I guess put in the effort to, to make it a career yeah. until Aubrey moved back to Denver. So I had joined, a, um, after I graduated, I, I worked at a summer camp for a couple years and then... Um, and then I was a part of a, a cover band called Take Cover. And it was myself and five men and <laughs> who just like to rock out in bars. And and then when Aubrey moved back, we started playing together. and um, but We started writing together. Yeah. And then we played at a Friendsgiving. Like, I think somebody had a guitar there. We just yeah. picked it up. Our friend Devin. It was her house. And we were singing covers. We sang Rivers and Roads by the heart. That was like the first song that we ever sang together. It's like our go-to song every time. And I mean, we just received incredible feedback and 
like I said, we had started to write songs together as well. We were both going through relationships ending and transitions in our life. And so as we started to write about that, this kind of magical energy started to unfold and realizing, wow, this is, this is way more than just, you know, singing drunken covers on the couch and Mm -hmm. and serenading our friends at Friendsgiving. It was something really special. And we just, since that moment of making the decision, you know, that this is who we are, we are a lady and we're going to do this. And we've busked on street corners and we've played in bars where no one's listening. And we've, we've just continued to put that energy out into the universe that we're doing this and it's happening. And it's been really, really cool to see what's unfolded Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's so special to me. Something that I heard you say that I feel like I've experienced in my life in different ways where equal or separately, you both were questioning if you could even do it. Mm -hmm. And you never really thought that it could be a future. Once you came together, all of a sudden you were like holding each other accountable. (laughs) It was no longer just you doing it. It was Mm -hmm. the two of you doing it together. So like, Aubrey, I'm sure you wanted Kathleen to be successful. Same way, Kathleen, you wanted Aubrey to be successful now because you're doing it together. There's mm-hmm. like this extra layer of let's let's do this. Like yeah, totally. we, we got this. Like I believe in you. You believe in me. And I feel like I mean, Savannah, you and I have talked about this before. Yeah. Like the collaboration aspect, yeah. um, as opposed to the competing aspect. When you are For collaborating, sure. and you are kind of bring other people in all of a sudden you become so much more on top of your shit because mm-hmm. you're like other people are counting on me and it's so like really. a validation in a sense of the other person's talent too because you recognize parts of them that you don't have yourself and i'm sure that is a dynamic in in your band just as much as it is for us that like we each have our strengths and weaknesses and that's how we get through those tough times when Absolutely. you don't think you can do it definitely and we Prior to, or I mean, we we formed this. I think we wrote our first song in November of 2017. And at that point in time, we had also decided that we were going to run a half Ironman together. We were already in the training process for that. So something, you know, that I just thought about as you were saying that was throughout the training process of training for that Ironman and then going, we flew to New Zealand, back to New Zealand, to run this Ironman together. So awesome. And the thing about that race was there was never a question of like, you know, I hope I can do this. Mm -hmm. There there was never that questioning of, am I going to finish it? I mean, we had that certainty that we were there with each other. Of course, we were both doing this on our own, but like we were there together and we were going to finish Mm -hmm. and there was no other option really. And I think that experience of, going back to the place that we met, doing something absolutely insane together (laughs) and supporting each other throughout that whole time is pretty symbolic of also our music career and what we've, you know, been able to accomplish in that year and a half that since we started this is just that deep rooted belief that this is going to happen. And this is happening right before our eyes, you know, this, these opportunities are falling into our lap and it's not a question of, I hope I can make it or like, you know, are we good enough to make it? But it's, it's just a matter of letting the magic unfold as it is in divine timing and trust the process and trust that we are exactly where we need to be Mm -hmm. always. Yeah. I think we've manifested every, every step along the way. 
I, when we were training for the, the Ironman and even, I guess, before that, when Aubrey moved into my basement, that was, that was sort of the time where we were with each other all the time. So we were in and out of work and different spaces and stuff, but we didn't never had to like set up rehearsal time or like meet at a certain time during the day where a lot of bands have to do that. Like that's part of scheduling out what you do and where your time is spent and it just happened completely organically with each other because we were spending all this time together. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in New Zealand, uh, we borrowed, uh, we were staying with Aubrey's friend's parents in a Hopi beach and it was so beautiful. And we borrowed their ukulele and just busked on the streets of New Zealand with this ukulele and mm-hmm. made extra money for, for coffee and, and, and gas money and had the best time and like fell in love with the idea of singing together and traveling. Wow. That's it's, awesome. It's funny. Cause I've since all of this have like gone back and stalked our Facebook friendship, you know, it like mm-hmm. keeps yeah, track of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I in know, 2014, funny. I think, or 2013, like I posted a video on Kathleen's wall of a Sam Smith song and just said something like, can we just travel the world and sing with each other already? Or something like that. Where now looking (laughs) back and reading that, it's like, oh, that's what we're doing. That's pretty cool. So I have a, I know you talked a little bit about like, you've manifested all of this and like tapping into this energy that is so strong for you and this belief system. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about how like you either come to that, like, come to develop that separately and then how you are there certain methods or things that you do to together that continue to push you forward in that belief and do you bring that into your music i was literally going to ask the exact same thing really we're on the same way yeah i love it yeah first of all i think it goes in it first starts with our friendship and how deep rooted our friendship is i mean we're roommates we are bandmates we are platonic soulmates Um, (laughs) we spend a lot of time with each other and with that said we've also spent a lot of time on our own working on ourselves and growing as human beings and diving into you know the personal growth space Mm -hmm. as individuals before all of this started to come to fruition so I think there is a very strong sense of self within each of us that in and power of being a super attractor I don't know I get the a lot of people will just say oh my god you're the luckiest person I know and I think yes I believe in luck but I also believe in you know manifesting things and um anytime we're driving down the street in a busy city I look at Kat and say start manifesting a parking spot outside of where we need to be (laughs) and it happens like more often than not it happens so having that power of being a super attractor both as individuals that then when we come together it's just this incredibly magnetic force and energy where it it just feels like things fall into our lap sometimes and I can't explain it I can't you know give you a reason of why it happens aside from the fact that we wholeheartedly believe that the universe is always conspiring in our favor. Yeah. I think it comes down to a lot of what you said about developing yourself first. Yes. 
and taking the time to, you know, really hone in on who you are mm-hmm. and what you stand for and what you believe and what you want and how you work and what your strengths are and all of these really important aspects of kind of becoming a wholehearted, wholesome person. And I believe in luck too, Aubrey, but I believe that we create our luck through the foundation that we lie within our personal development. Yes. So, you know, people, people who don't take the time to invest in themselves Mm -hmm. are oftentimes looking at the negatives of life. And through looking at the negatives, you're missing the positives. It's like, there are opportunities that you could step into where on the outside it looks like luck, but because you've developed yourself and because you've strengthened your mindset and because you are open-minded to saying yes to opportunities, you can actually see those, those openings way easier than anyone who hasn't taken that time to hone themselves. And so you can step into those openings and again, from the outside looking in, they're like, wow, you're so lucky. But you're like, I mean, yes, maybe partially I'm lucky, but I also have done all the groundwork to get me there. Mm -hmm. And I love that you both talked about personal development because we talk about that a lot. Yeah, for sure. We both have grown so much as individuals. I mean, truly, when we first met seven years ago to the people we are now, we actually just started writing a song about it. It's like they're... There are so many pieces that are still the foundation of who we are, but the only thing that is constant is change. Mm-hmm. And we have evolved so much in this relationship, but also within who we are. And I'm honored to say that. Like it's a really it's a real privilege to be able to step into your own self and know yourself so fully that you can see the things that that are ahead of you. It's not life is happening to you. It's like that saying, your vibe attracts your tribe, mm-hmm. right? It's like the people you surround yourself with, the energy that you put out into the universe, it's not by accident. Mm-hmm. It is all being given and received in different ways and um I'm really grateful that we've evolved the way we have. And and then by the time we got together and started writing stuff together, it was like, what? Okay, this is, <laughs> yeah. this this is so makes sense. Yeah. I was And I was raised Catholic, um, but I'm very much more of like a, in the spiritual space mm-hmm. and focus a lot on the universe and the source and like the power that we hold within ourselves that is also, you know, being put towards the energy of everybody else and how we're all connected. Totally. Well, and Savannah, you asked about methods or, you know, specific processes. Um, We have a vision board Mm -hmm. and that, you know, displays the venues we want to play at and the artists that we want to play with. Yeah, we have specific desires that we, and goals that we want to reach together. Things like, I don't know, NPR's Tiny Desk and... Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, so far sounds is on there and then we got booked for our first so far after we made the vision board and it was mm-hmm. like, Oh, of course we did. <laughs> um, but yeah, specific artists and places and venues. And, uh, I'll show you the background of my phone right now Ugh. is a photo of us at Red Rocks on wow. the stage playing to the crowd. And that is, you know, it's funny when people ask, well, so where do you see this going? I, do, I will just pull out my phone and say, You did say, that to Here. me like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so where do you see this going? And you're like, this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love it. It happens. I'll be, I'll be in the front row. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I mean, even in the, de- the design of our logo, we did a contest on Instagram and we posted on our story and said, 
we need a logo. We don't have a budget to pay a designer, but we know that our community is so insanely creative. We will offer two tickets to our first headlining show at Red Rocks for whoever makes the winning design. And we had probably 20 to 25 submissions of people submitting their work, graphic designers, photographers, marketing people, and- Friends so, of Oxford. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, <laughs> I I like, yeah. I'm like, look at your design. Are you okay? Yeah. This is all coming full circle now. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you for your submission. <laughs> But that, and so the design that we ended up choosing was a friend of ours named Brie, and she, I mean she was like, I can't wait to get my t- yeah, tickets to really your good. first show at Red Rocks. It's so, a great one. Thank you. And she was, I mean, she was adamant about it. We told her that we loved it. She sent us like revisions and like six or seven different looks, and and then similar to how Lady has evolved as a name, so has that design. So there's a there's a, an arrow pointing up, and that. For us, we've discovered that it's focused on our love for the mountains and where we come from, and that's where our home is. And, and also, yeah, sorry, and cut you off. <laughs> moving forward, the direction is up. The direction yeah. is always moving forward. And then the two, the two V's at the bottom are the two of us and staying grounded and rooted in who we are and, mm-hmm. and what is Lady. I'm looking at it right now. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know if cool. you know, but. The two arrows separately, like if you just the, just the two on the bottom, yeah. also means to create your own reality. Okay, that's oh my <laughs> mind blown. Okay, these are the things that I love about having having so many people within <laughs> the creative space because we're learning so many new and exciting things about something that we're creating. Like. Yeah. Where does that come from? I love Do you that. know? It's a Viking symbol. I have a tattoo with it. Oh my oh. gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on reality. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. Sister. Yes. This is amazing. Wow. Learn something new every day. Another, about our own brand. Yeah, another one of our friends just said, I've caught the ladybug. And we were like, oh, oh my God. Oh my god, I don't yeah. know if I was supposed to say that out loud yet. It's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna have t-shirts, do something with it. Babies, onesies. Baby onesies. It's all coming. It. It's all coming. Nice. Oh, thank you for cool. that insight. Wow, where do we go from here? Well, I actually do have a lot of questions. Yes. Um, Great. So, I know we have listeners out there who have really awesome talents that are not, you know, the talents that are gonna land you a C-suite position, but they're the talents that can land you so many amazing, beautiful things that aren't the norm, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I have a talent that has to do with uh, management, but I can't go out and busk on the street corner and be like, let me tell you about management. Yeah. Here's my half dollar bills in. I mean, you could. Have you ever tried? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the talents you have are so unique and they're so special. I think a lot of people are born with talents like that, but they stifle them because they're like, there's no way I'm going to ever make it with that. Yeah. And you talked a lot about just knowing wholeheartedly that you're going to make it. But can you talk a little bit about that process that you've been taking to actually get your name out there? Like, you talked about busking on the street corners. And I, I actually visited Boulder recently, and like I know that's a big thing mm-hmm. out there. And um, I, we had this one right outside the Whole Foods, um, across the street from me. There's this woman who plays the violin there like mm-hmm. every day, and she's unbelievable. And I always give her money whenever mm-hmm. I walk by. Thank you. Um, so can you talk a little bit about just that process that you've taken to get your name out there? Yeah, I can. I can start really quickly in this. Um, I feel like we both have had our own paths and desires and excitement towards moving towards the next thing. 
And when we started working together, it was like, oh my gosh, the possibilities are endless. Aubrey is a, an incredible network marketer and saleswoman and knows how to, you know, make best friends with a brick wall. She's amazing <laughs> and has that energy to say, oh, you want to do, let's do it. Let's go there. Let's make it happen. Let's book the flight. Let's mm-hmm. book, you know, the next thing. And the next thing we know, we're on a tour. So <laughs> I, I feel like it has been definitely a mutual relationship within mo- taking these steps forward and making a name for ourselves. And we both bring something new to, and different to the table. And I'm so grateful that I have her to help me on, help pull me along. Well, and I feel so... <laughs> Mutually, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I feel so mutually. Um, Savani, yeah, it's a mutual feeling. There you go. <laughs> um, Savani mentioned it earlier about just you know having th- having things that the other doesn't, and right. I think another thing that makes us so special is just like the complementary way in which we work. And Kathleen's right; I'm kind of a pedal to the metal. Like sometimes. It, usually it's a really positive thing, but sometimes that can be um, just moving too quickly. And that's where Kathleen keeps me so grounded. And, you know, we both know that this is happening. And so there's all the time in the world in a sense where it's, you know, we don't have to do things so quickly and we don't want to get ahead of ourselves in the process and, you know, be at a capacity that we can't handle. So um, along with that, I mean, she's also incredible at making people feel seen and heard and like they matter. And I think together, that's kind of what we've cultivated in this community is it's all happened on a grassroots level through playing on the streets and asking people, you know, how's your day? And like Mm -hmm. actually wanting to know, not just, oh, good, you. It's like, well, tell me why it's good. You know, diving deep and building these relationships with people and with small businesses and other musical artists and like really cultivating just this incredible support system through building relationships. And like, yes, to some degree, this is a business, but this is also a vehicle for us to create connection and create love and create joy in Mm -hmm. a room through our God-given talents, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I think it it would be a disservice to the world if we weren't doing this. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to share the story about Linda. Yeah. So for Christmas, I think it was two years ago now, my parents gifted my sisters and me, I have two sisters, they gifted us experiences rather than tangible gifts. Nice. And mine was 10 voice lessons with this world-renowned voice coach. Wow. And I was working in marketing and, you know, well on my way in this, um, in this sort of corporate world. And... My parents have always been incredibly supportive of my music. They came to every musical theater performance in high school and were always pushing me to, to, to do that. And, and so I had this opportunity to work with this, this voice coach. Her name is Linda Bryce. And she's based out of Portland um, slash Hood River. And she, we had our first Zoom meeting over video conference. And she said to me, you are 25 years old. I would be telling you this if you were 35. You need to do something with your voice. Wow. You need to share your voice with the world. And if you don't, it's going to be a disservice to people. 
And I immediately (laughs) burst into tears. And she said, you, you, I believe that the God source put you on this earth to share your voice. And now we just have to figure out how. And it was like, I, I knew that my, you know, my friends and family had always supported me and I always loved it. And when I, when I, when I sing, I truly feel connected to the God source. Like that is my center. And, but I had never heard it in this way before. And it was almost like the push that I needed to say, oh my gosh, okay, wow, yes, yes, Mm -hmm. I choose this. And not because, not just because I love it, but it's chosen me. And I am a channel for healing and love and peace and expression and, and the voice. I learned this, um, I went to a, an incredible festival in Costa Rica called Envision this past a couple months ago. And I went to a sound healing ceremony and um, this man was saying, your voice is the only other consistent beat and rhythm in your body aside from your heartbeat. Hmm. So it's the, it's the one thing that you own that you have that is only wholly yours. I believe there are other things that you own Mm -hmm. and you have that are only wholly yours, but like this, the voice is so powerful Hmm. and what Linda also said to me was, we are, we are channels and music is mysterious. How it affects people and how people feel music within their bodies and within their heart spaces or whatever, that's up to the music. That's not up to me. But it feels yeah. like a huge gift to be able to, to share it and then let it do its job. Wow, my mind is like blown. That sounds that's that's just so special. It hits me like what you were just saying. It hits me in ways. I'm a horrible singer. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't have don't have any of that talent. But I'm a really good speaker. Yes. And so yes. when you were saying that, it made me think about myself when yes. I'm on the stage and how I feel when I'm on a stage and how you know when I can look out into the crowd and see people and see how they're resonating with mm-hmm. it and knowing that I can't please everybody, but I know sure. there are people in the crowd who are leaning forward and they're yes. nodding and you can tell that you're getting through to them. Right. And I think what you just said is so valuable about your voice mm-hmm. and whether it comes through from a singing perspective, totally. writing yes. perspective, yeah. speaking perspective, like one-on-one or one to 500. It yeah, doesn't matter. It's so valuable to recognize that we as human beings have this gift mm-hmm. of voice. Mm-hmm. No other Uh, living beings on this planet Mm -hmm. have the gift of voice the way that we do. Yes. And the fact that we have the ability to be able to touch people in ways that can be so powerful, it can be so moving, it can be so life-changing in a lot of ways is something that I don't think we should take lightly. Yeah. And I think, you know, we as human beings should and can and have been realizing that it's important that we speak up and that we share our gifts to the world, whether that is through singing mm-hmm. or speaking or writing or graphic design yes. or whatever it might be. <laughs> yeah. And I just yeah. love what you've experienced and learned um, in this process. It's mm-hmm. really awesome. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, it does not have to be singing. It can be whatever you feel is channeled through you yeah. and your talent. And we, I feel so fortunate and blessed that we have a platform to 
to say what we feel and to speak our minds and to speak out and to, and so, I mean, social media has been huge, huge, huge for us. Yeah. So. so can you talk a little bit about social media and your audience and how it's just sort of the issues that you touch on through your music mm-hmm. and feedback you hear from others that you feel like you're helping other people through because of your music? Mm. Yeah, yeah it's been that. such a blessing to be able to share our original music and have people resonate with it and say, wow, that song that you wrote about your friend, like I'm going through the same thing right now and I really relate or um, receiving messages on social media about how, you know, this song helps ground me or I'm driving around right now with the windows down playing what did this that song. Guy just say? Yeah, we got a message today <laughs> in response to one of our stories from the So Far show in Philly last night and he said, I love this part of the song. I always blast it as loud as I can and dry, roll the windows down and sing with it. And I just effing love it. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, yeah. it's so cool to know that there are people that love our music as much as we do. And then beyond that, we've inspired them to do what they want to do. So whatever that might be, we've had people come up to us and say, like, wow, you guys sharing your stories and sharing your authentic experiences with us or with me has inspired me to start painting again Mm, has inspired me to you know redevelop a relationship with my dad like really really beautiful spaces that people can tap into because they see us being ourselves it's almost like we're giving them permission to do whatever it is that makes them more them and not that not that that people need a permission slip but sometimes you know seeing someone go first and do it is all that you need to say, well, wow, I can do this too. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to provide that permission slip. And I mean, I think inspiration is one of the coolest emotions that we can experience as a human being to feel, you know, lit up to do something because of something that someone else did is really cool. And I mean, we've even felt that on the flip side of sharing the stage with some other incredible musicians and then being like wow we need to go right or like really you know, last night. <laughs> feeling so lit up from the emotions that are evoked through music because i think that's something that's so unique to music is the way in which like kat said like it's a mystery you can put it out there but the way in which people take it and perceive it and make it their own is up to the music and it's up to the experiences of every different individual in a space. Mm-hmm. So just to provide that spark, I guess, to then allow people to step into that space. And then just bringing it back to social media, we have built everything about our following just organically through connecting with people through, you know, having a sign on the corner in front of us that says, follow us. And then Mm -hmm. our handle. And we actually had a girl, I was at another show for an artist named Sam Birchfield. And this girl came up to me and said, are you in that band LVDY? And I said, lady, yeah, I am. (laughs) And she said, I saw you guys performing on the corner. And so I followed you and I've been following along ever since. And I just want to say, I really enjoy your music and you guys are awesome. And then she ended up being an astrologer um, and we went to have a reading with her and having her, you know, dive into how we work together. And like what are (laughs) astrological signs and and the moon and and the sun and how they're all connected into what the next few months, what the next few years looks like and our different personalities and how we can work together with those 
two two spaces. It was awesome. Sarah Nelson. <laughs> but all amazing. of that stemmed from having a sign on the corner that said follow us. <laughs> and so um, it's huge for us as well in terms of being able to get outside of Denver and play shows elsewhere and continue to build just this incredible community. Yeah, that's what we want. We want community. And where we started is like living rooms and mm-hmm. and corners. Like we feel that's why so far sounds has been so great for us. It feels like songs in a room. We are used to just being around people we love and sharing what we love and it is it's funny. I started laughing really hard the other night just because I couldn't believe I mean I can believe it, but it just those moments that it hits you like this is working. This is happening. We're in another state <laughs> singing our own music to friends and family and strangers. And they're and, singing along. And it's so fun. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I was like, what? Is this real life? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's oh, so fun. That's awesome. I love hearing you guys talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could just listen all day. I'm like, wow. Thank what you. beautiful souls you are. That's really great. And, Thanks um, so much. Wow, this has been so great to have you both on here. And I actually have a couple selfish questions that have nothing to do with your music. Um, Because I love Colorado, and I would move out to Colorado if I could, but I also love Philadelphia. So if I could just bring Philly and put it to Colorado, like I'd be there in a heartbeat. (laughs) But um, fortunately, it's not possible. So what's it like living in Colorado? Mm. We love it. I think one of my favorite things is just how accessible nature is. Mm -hmm. And... I know I feel most connected to, you know, this universal power, the God source, God, the energy, whatever you believe in and whatever you call it, I feel most connected when I'm in nature. And it is the place that I go to center myself. It's the place that I go when I'm overwhelmed. And we have so much of it in our backyard, which is something that I will never take for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I grew up going to Colorado visiting my grandparents when I was really little. They oh, lived... so you're not from wow. Colorado? No, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in... I was born in Baltimore and moved to Portland when I was nine. Mm-hmm. And so Portland was my home, and my parents are still there. And I... Yeah, I grew up visiting my grandparents many, many years and then went to a summer camp in Estes Park called Chile Colorado Camps. It's this family-owned, amazing, like, choose-your-own-adventure outdoor <laughs> camp. Fell in love with the mountains and fell in love with hiking and being in nature and developing friendships. And then when it came time to go to college, I decided to go to the University of Denver. And my sister was there as well. So my sister Eleanor and I have... A really beautiful bond and we've been able to we live together with with Aubrey and our other friend Sydney and and uh, it has completely been my safe sanctuary space my sister Margaret lives in New York and we just visited her which was so fun and she loves the city like that is her life and that is her that's been her dream and she's crushing it and um, so it's so interesting to go from dif- from city to city and sort of see how they are different and Similar to what Aubrey is saying is being able to to be in 300 days of sunshine and... Mm. <laughs> sounds so nice. Sounds humidity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it sounds amazing. Uh, it just is, it's, 
it's irreplaceable. I, I think the United States is such an interesting country because it offers all different kinds of climates and, and people and places and adventures. And um, my favorite adventures have been in, in Colorado. Yeah, it. I'm such a firm believer in being able to explore the United States. Like, I, I, I'm totally game to go hop on a plane and go to mm-hmm. Europe or Asia mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Australia or New Zealand. But I think oftentimes we forget that we have so much beauty in our backyard nice. that we can get to totally. a lot easier, usually a lot cheaper. <laughs> um, and that's one of the things that my fiance and I have talked a lot about is just yeah. kind of utilizing our country and ex- exploring our country. And, um, you know, him and I want to do like a cross country road trip yeah. sometime soon. And awesome. one uh, of our previous guests is doing a 48 state road trip right now. Oh, really? Who? Uh, Manuk. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Just like took off. It's going to be going for like six to eight months and just taking this time, just journeying around the U.S. Sounds cool. Yeah, I think it's something that we all living in this country should definitely take advantage of. Like we don't see enough of it. Mm-mm, for but. sure. Well, you have a place to stay when you come to Denver. Oh, yay. Nice. Sounds yeah. great. We actually have two places to stay because we met this really awesome guy at South by Southwest this past oh, year. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Weehy. Shout out to Jordan. Um, he also lives in Denver too. But I just, I love Denver. I love Red Rocks. I saw my first concert there. You saw your first concert at Red Rocks? <laughs> no, not my first concert. Ever. Oh, oh, oh. I saw my first concert at Red Rocks. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Like, well, my first concert wow, was Kanye West, and I got food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's so hilarious. definitely not Red Rocks. Um, it was Oliver's like, actually there. Yeah. Is O A R. Oh my gosh, that's epic. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. It yeah. was really cool. Um, and I went there early to see the new respects and to see. I think it was Matt Nathanson. It was. Yeah. yeah. And um, I remember walking in there and just immediately starting to cry uh-huh. because it was so overwhelmingly beautiful yeah. and like rustic, but also, I don't know, there was just so many feelings I had. Uh, well, so- and I think that, back to your point about like living in Colorado, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Like being able to go backpacking or go camping and like, you know, unzip your tent and just have this overwhelming feeling of awe. Yeah. Kind of just thinking, where am I right now? And and a lot of our songs are rooted in nature. Yeah. So we feel really grateful we were able to take some some time away and slip into the mountains. Of, we went to Buena Vista. I mean, excuse me. Um, Crested Butte. Crested Butte. I don't know why I said Buena Vista. That's a beautiful place, too. Um, <laughs> Crested Butte. It gave us an opportunity to write some songs together and be outside and, and connect with nature and... It's just awesome that we could just drive a couple couple hours and and then be fully immersed in it. Feels cool. Feels good. Fresh air. We are lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so great. So, final question. We typically ask a lot of our guests this question, but two questions actually. What's the future for Lady? Like, where do you see yourselves going with the ultimate vision? And then, what is a piece of advice you would give to your younger version of yourselves? Mm. Well. As I displayed my phone background earlier, um, (laughs) the future for us is to continue to share our music and whatever that looks like, honestly. I mean, this has been a really cool experience to be on our first tour and to play in different cities and to feel what it's like to be on the road and to 
see this in an, at an even greater scale. Um, and to just trust the process that that is going to happen. And we're taking all the necessary steps and we're connecting with the right people at the right time always. And we have this incredible gift that needs to be shared. So I would say the very big answer (laughs) is to continue to share our music like whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a, a dear friend uh, in Denver. Her name is Michelle Sarah and she's a singer as well. And she said to me a couple weeks before we left, was, um, stay present, enjoy every small moment you can. Don't think too much ahead. Don't think too far out into the future because all of a sudden it's going to be time is going to fly and really revel in these moments of the people you meet and take tons of pictures and document things so you can remember where you were, you know, five days ago, you can remember where you were five years ago, and then you'll be able to look back with, with fondness and not be like, wait, oh my gosh, I've, I've, I've traveled so far and I've done so many things and had, I just blinked. Mm-hmm. So really trying to stay present. We set intentions with each other before every performance and what we want our audience to experience, what we want to experience, and um, just how we want to leave leave people feeling. And that's been a, a beautiful process and, and space for us to enter because it's all about it's all about sharing and mm-hmm. it's all about building support and love and, and positive energy and Um, and I see this going really, really far. Like I, we're just getting started. Um, we're also traveling to the West coast with Aubrey's van. Nice. Uh, Yes. (laughs) So we're excited to like dive into touring and and on the West coast and, and, and having Fitz as our our trusty companion van. Let me preface all all of this by saying I am converting a van into my home and his name is Fitz, and so that, as we're referencing Fitz, Fitz is the car, the vehicle, and we'll be taking him um, up the West Coast, all the way from San Diego to Portland and Seattle, so legitimately up the entire West Coast, and over a two-week time period, so if you're listening and you're on the West Coast, come on out. Come hang. Uh, I, I also see this being a movement. I see this platform as lady becoming something bigger than us. I feel like there's the conversation about female empowerment and being a woman in this culture and being a woman in the United States or being a woman, I don't know, anywhere ever. I feel truly honored and and blessed to be a woman. And I know I also feel really lucky that I feel that way. (laughs) I feel lucky that I appreciate and love the body that I was born into. And we want to create a space, like I said previously, for people to be themselves and to fully dive into who they are. And I think Lady has some exciting and powerful and monumental movement that can that can help a lot of different people, whatever that might look like whether it's just listening to our music or coming to see us live or um, creating relationships with other people within that community and space and and then empowering. There's just like such a, a level of, of or an up-leveling that we have the privilege to, to share and 
I'm excited for people to catch the ladybug. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so yeah. proud of both of you. It's such Thanks. an honor to be able to share your story on our platform and thank you. Um I still want to hear your answer to the second question about yeah. what you would say to your twenty year old self. Oh man, what would I say to my twenty year old self? I would say there's no room in your life for people who don't believe in you and what you're doing. Yes. And I would say there's also no room to be treated less than everything that you are. And, you know, judgment is going to forever be present. So might as well do what you're doing and do what you love anyways, because even when you're doing that, people are going to judge you. So, yeah, I would also encourage myself to surround myself with higher level thinkers at that age and to dive deep very quickly into personal development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm grateful for a wonderful community of people that pushed me into that space. Not, I mean, I went willingly, um, but <laughs> that encouraged me into that space a couple years after I was around 22, 23, when I started to get involved in the personal growth space and yeah, the earlier, the better. Mm-hmm. So totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Trust the process would be mine and speak kindly to yourself. I think I was really, I was stuck in a rut for a while with image issues and, and really wasn't kind to myself for a while. And it's fascinating because I'm sure you've heard this before, like for a lot of women and for I'm sure a lot of men as well, the way you talk to yourself is really differently than the way you talk to your best friend Mm -hmm. or someone you care about. And learning, I wish I had learned to care about myself a little bit earlier. My parents are always incredible supporters of like, love who you are in the skin you're in. You don't need to change anything for anyone. Um, And it's funny when you hear that message over and over again, but then you fully start to believe it. Mm -hmm. It takes a whole different a whole different level. I feel like when I started to truly love myself and to truly speak to myself kindly and take care of my body and, and dive into personal development and growth and, and accept change and really seek, you know, follow my curiosity. I want to, I'm someone who loves to feel, I want to feel everything. I want to see a lot of things. I want to go a lot of places. I want to meet a lot of people. And, um, and that also takes a lot of self, self work and protection. (laughs) So, I love myself and I'm really grateful that I can say that with confidence and feels really different than I was when I was 20. So keep going, girl. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, ladies, where can our followers find you online? Instagram. Everywhere. So we are on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon, wherever you listen to music. Again, our name is Lady, but it is spelled L-V-D-Y. So on Instagram, we are lvdy.music. Facebook is just Lady Music. And if you search LVDY on any platform, streaming platform, YouTube, wherever you listen to your music, you will find us. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. It was awesome getting to know you guys. And everyone out there in podcast universe, if you loved this episode as much as we did, which I'm sure you all did, please go shoot Lady a follow, 
subscribe to them on Spotify. Can you subscribe to Musicians on Spotify? You can follow. Yeah. So, yeah, follow yeah, so us everywhere. Follow them on Spotify. Come to one of their shows. I'm going to their show tonight. I'm so pumped. Yes. Buy some merch. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Become a lady. Catch the lady mob. Catch the yes. <laughs> Join the lady mob. Yes. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in. And once again, if you liked this episode, please go ahead. Give us a five-star review. It takes literally three seconds, but it means the world to us. And we'll catch back with you later on. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.